Hey Wanderers, welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time the crew of the Honor had a moment to regroup. They met several survivors of the original crew of the Black Dreadnought. They appear to be distant relatives of Vika and the United Colonies, called Wayfarers. And the grand ship that is no longer controlled by Chaos is known as the Great Wayfarer. It seems the Outlaws have gained a new ally, and a new mission. Find the homeworld of the race that would someday become the United Colonies. Sully, the last thing you remember is, like I said, a brief pinch and then the room around you kind of uh, closing in, you know, like just fuzzing out as your vision dims. Dissolves. As you were, yeah, as you were injected with something to knock you out to put you into this regrowth tank. The next thing you see is that you're in the cognitive plane again. Son of a... And uh, what I need to get from you is describe what you would consider age and wisdom to look like as a person respectable <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm more mad that i didn't think of it first and uh zach's fired he's <laughs> off the podcast the podcast is over i win do i get a cash prize i see as as ceo of the wonder gamer network i veto that that kick are they two separate people or just one person oh sorry it's one person that's in here with you I kind of think of, like, a father time, except, like, more put together. Okay. So old and old and beardy. Yeah, but, like, his beard is, like, nicely trimmed. It's not, like, it's not, like, a freaking crazy old man beard. It's, like, well done. Yeah, right. Like, being, looking proper is appropriate for you. As soon as you come to in the cognitive realm, that is the description of the person that you see standing across from you. And, you know, usually this place is like a void. It's empty. There's nothing here. But in this case, once you are standing here, you see this person, a room starts to form up around you to kind of match this person. It is kind of designed to match that personality that you described of kind of mature and distinct and put together and proper so it's a very nice room you know it would not be overly luxurious but would be all quality and it's just two chairs and a table between you would you care to sit down um sure so at this point I think maybe it is appropriate for us to have some kind of conversation I do not know if I should agree, for I do not know who you are. Yes, we have met before, and at that time I was not at my best. I was looking skeletal. Ah, God, welcome back. Kind of, kind of, a little bit, insofar as we both are. Maybe a previous version. So the Avatar, like on Nickelodeon. Yeah, exactly like the <laughs> Avatar on Nickelodeon, except I too was a person, much like yourself, that somehow stumbled into a realm of existence probably not meant for people. Does that make chaos the same, then? Do you mean 
Was chaos there when I found my way to this place? Yes. Yep, sure was, and was winning. Um, this struggle has been going on for, I believe, eternity, and I don't always know what it looked like. This is the trick. I don't know if there have always been champions of chaos and harmony, but... I took up the sword from someone else just like you took it up from me and I assume they took it from somebody else. So that's all the certainty I have. Fortunately, at that time, I was young and full of life and prepared to do battle with chaos for all eternity. And that worked for a while until chaos found a new champion who I believe his ship you have found uh that would be correct we found him briefly but he quickly moved on ah yes yes but don't worry i'm sure you'll capture him in the end so thought it would be time for a nice conversation where maybe you could ask some questions because you seem to be a little banged up and worse for wear Um, yes. Is there a less dangerous way to combat chaos? Because as of right now, I'm having to do hand-to-hand combat in this plane against every small piece of him that he leaves behind. Well, those conflicts do seem to be difficult, no matter what. But... That being said, chaos is not without its source, and I would say fighting... Imagine this, right? You're a soldier in a glorious battle that you must win. Do you think you should fight every single person single-handed, or do you find the general? Um, well, I'm a medic and not a general. So I'm trying to save everyone and not just... Flip it, then. Let's say you have a hospital of sick people. Start with the worst one. Work your way down. That is easier said than done when the worst one keeps running away and hiding in the broom closet. Well, yeah, I'm retired. There's a reason. Anyways, my advice would be don't try to fix every person. You know, there's a source that should maybe be handled first, which you kind of did on the Black Dreadnought. Hats off and all that. Yeah, against other gods' will, you know, if, say, we were in, like, an RPG or something, I think I skipped over his plot. (laughs) It's okay, it happens. Things rarely go according to plan. So what happens? Can chaos infect me? Am I immune to that? Well, hmm, you fought chaos before, right? In... This plane, correct? Yes. And you haven't lost yet, correct? I've come as close as I am willing to. I would say that being infected by chaos is losing one of these fights. Yes, but there's also, like, literally being possessed by him and being his puppet. Uh, I think that if that were to ever almost happen to you, you would probably end up here fighting. You understand what I mean? Yeah, and... Okay. That makes sense. Now that you mention it, he doesn't seem like the one to take prisoners, especially in regards to us. Well, 
Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what his plan is for you, but I doubt it's anything as simple as exploding you. I figured it was more scooping me out and wearing my skin, so to speak. I don't know if he'd be interested in your skin. I would not be- to be not to be rude, but your skin is somewhat normal. You say to the blue person <laughs> who has nebulas shifting on him. I mean, is there a way to give others this power of harmony how he has given others the power of chaos? Not that I ever did. I think I would look at it more as, uh, oh, do you mean specifically like your abilities that you are somewhat developing? Yes. I would not think so. Not without fully giving up those abilities. And what happens if I die before a replacement is around? Not sure it's possible. Also, I am functionally immortal. In as much as I was. Uh, more so? I have a backup copy of me back at the base, so... Ah, yes. I doubt you'll need it for a long time. Well, that's nice to know. We've kind of deduced vaguely. I was a little out of it, so I might be drawing erroneous connections, but the puppeteering that Chaos is doing is from a pool of sludge that he dunks people in and corrupts them. Some of my crewmates... And myself had some chaos infection in us. Should that be something I should be concerned about? Will it fester and grow? Or is it kind of, long as we don't get more, we're fine? Chaos can always grow of its own accord. I would say be cautious of despair and the draw towards the abyss for all of you. There are ways to force this fall into darkness, but... It can grow slowly. Couldn't I just cleanse it like I do for everyone else? Certainly. Certainly. Okay, next question. Say we do stop, kill, restrain chaos. What do we do with him then? That is the million dollar question. I don't believe chaos can be killed any more than you, but restrained does seem to be necessary. Also, I would say... I don't think we are meant to be out in the world. Chaos and Harmony belong in the cognitive realms. One of them wasn't there when you found me. He needs put back. Is there a way to leave just the Chaos and Harmony there and not have champions duking it out for them? When I got there, I was a champion duking it out, as you say. As I said, I don't know what they were before. Well, I know what they were right before. I don't know what they were way, way back. All right. I don't know if I have any other questions. Out of character, does anyone else have any other questions I should ask? Did you ask about how to use your abilities? Without dying. Or like um, hurting yourself more. We kind of covered it. Did you, <laughs> did you mechanically get all of the uh, tags on your weapon? <laughs> <laughs> if I were to have, say, descriptions of what this weapon can do, <laughs> maybe numbers associated with it when I swing it, <laughs> what would those numbers be? I, I don't think I have any other questions unless there is some insight on my powers you want to give me. You seem to be having quite the handle on them. There's always more to discover. 
Anyways, call if you need me, and you wake up. <laughs> As a, like, tank of goo around you is being drained, and you kind of fall onto the floor. It is one day later. Has anyone else been wanting to do anything for that day? No. Can't think of it. I think Mal would just be kind of prepping our ship to get ready to leave, but nothing specific. Vi is spending all of the extra time that they have before they leave in the engine room. Uh, which engine room? Oh, of the Great Wayfarer. Oh, okay, cool. Are you just, like, trying to study as much as you can, learn anything you want to learn? Yes. Cool. Uh, you pass the time wonderfully. You learn a bunch of stuff. Great. It's, it's like, almost, I would say... It's almost like learning how one of your ships should be put together. Like, the United Colony ships are always kind of hodgepodges. This is like, oh, if we only had good parts all the way through. Oh, I don't actually want to do a scene with this, but Vi does take a little bit of time to, like, send out calls to... I think her kids would be really the only ones that she really talks to from the United Colonies uh, to see what, like, planets are out there. Oh, are you sure you don't want to do a scene with this? Yeah, we don't have to. No, we can save I... it. Uh, you got a hold of Marvin and the um, when you leave the Black Dreadnought, it will head towards a ship or it'll head towards a planet. Great. Remind me, Marvin doesn't think you're dead, right? We avoided that conversation. No. Okay. No, the... Uh, well, no one thinks she's dead anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, realistically, no one thinks she's dead. Because, <laughs> uh, unsurprisingly, what's-his-name did not buy it for a moment. Uh, okay, so, Sully, you come to, like I said, falling out of this chamber onto the floor, having restored a certain amount of hit points. Put me up at six so we're all even across the board with all of us at the half-health. It healed quite a bit. Like, this was a very good tank of healing. All right. I grab my stuff and head back to Vonner, feeling a little bit better. <laughs> you, like, I would say this, you would, like, feel sore. Mm -hmm. You've regrown a lot of stuff probably too quickly, and that can, like, cause stress. So it's like sore muscles, you know, an extreme case of sore. That's kind of what I assumed. Um. Okay, so you head back to the Honor. Uh, I imagine all of you meet up there. What's what's your plan? I think setting off, right? <laughs> yeah, I think Vi goes into goes onto the bridge and into whatever navigation we have and puts in the coordinates for where we're going. Okay. Um anyone else? Got anything you guys want to do? Uh, I think I am good for right now. Yeah, I think I think we're good to leave. Okay, uh, you punch in the coordinates and hit go. This is going to be a longer trek than you have ever taken before, just being on your ship. Multiple weeks at least to get there of just sitting in phased antimatter space. What is everyone doing for that long trip? Like, how do you kill three weeks of sitting on board your ship going a little bit stir-crazy? So Vi actually has a lot that she wants to do. Tell um, me all about it. Yeah. So um, one of the things that I want to be doing is keeping an eye on the Interstellar Council via the hollow table. Okay. Kind of like what their what their moves are, uh, for lack of a better way of putting that. Kind of trying to see what 
chaos is influencing them to do. And then gotcha. the other thing Vi wants to do is play with the living piece of ship from the Great Wayfarer and try to like use whatever she's learned to upgrade our engines to go faster. Uh, okay. So roll me an investigation first. Eleven. Uh, okay, so an 11, yeah, th- this is just well well done of you looking at the map and kind of figuring out what they're doing. They have been slowly moving back their battle lines and centralizing around their home system more. This has changed from them being trying to instigate worse conflicts between the Imposition and the and the Galactic Alliance, um, to them just defending their borders and slowly expanding. So now they are just taking worlds from everybody, just any world that is next most able to be conquered. That's what they're doing. So it's just a, instead of being them trying to cause trouble, now they're just taking land slowly. They're just slowly gaining ground in the galaxy. Okay. As far as the sample that you drug back, I would say... Like, at first it was, oh, well, actually, roll me a, um, ooh, what should we do for this? I would assume anything with smart. Yeah. We can say investigate for this one, too, at first. Okay. Ten. Um, okay, so, again, with a ten, you're just able to learn to use this accurately. So, basically, a programmable skin that you can set to be different structures, and you can also set to grow. So, you know, maybe at first it's just like this little square and then you could like grow it into a chair and then you could grow it into something else. So you're kind of slowly able to like divide and expand and divide and expand this thing to the point where you kind of have like growable and moldable furniture. Gross. (laughs) But I mean, it would just be like you can make it into like normal shapes. It doesn't like look gooey, you know, because it can take on different textures. So it would just be like... Okay. So you're not sitting in a flush chair. <laughs> no, 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 no. If it if you programmed it to be, it could be, but it would Ugh. like look and feel just like okay. a regular chair. It's just able to be grown, you know, because you could like do different shapes and gotcha. different textures with it. So this is basically like very quick moldable matter. So what you want to do with that is kind of up to your creativity. Does that make sense? So like you said, make the engines go faster. I I don't know. Like, this is all, like, you know, whatever, science is fake in this galaxy, but, you know, narratively, if there's a way for this to make the engine go faster, I'm open to it. I just don't know what that would be. I think it has to do with the containment. Like, oh, okay. Whatever contains the warp drive that we currently use. You can't push it too hard, otherwise it breaks. Oh, so this might be like a stronger barrier. Yeah. Nice. Gotcha. Okay, I like that. So, yeah, you've managed to shave some time off of your trip by, you know, being able to run your engines hotter by insulating them or venting them with this new material. Nice. And then I'll also just say this is like an item you have and can narratively use if you feel like. Just let me know how you feel like. I love it. <laughs> um. Okay. What's everyone else up to? You have a long drive and not a lot to do. Um, Mal is going to uh, spend some time in the, I mean, probably spend a lot of time in the bridge at the helm, um, trying to upgrade the navigational computer to maybe try to uh, get a more optimized course to where we're going to maybe shave off some time that way as well. 
Okay, I like that. Uh, roll me... Frick, all these just end up being investigation. I feel like there needs to be a different role besides that, but that's okay. Well, it's, I mean, even if it's called something different, it'd be the same thing, because it'd be rolling plus sharp, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. I think that's a, a good thing of your system. You don't have four rolls of this, that do the same thing. Right. It is a seven. Um, okay, so the this is less of plotting a more advanced course and more of recording your course. You're just flying off into space in a place that no one really goes. You know what I mean? It's kind of like flying off the edge of the map. There's just nothing out here. Because, you know, you got to think, the, the galaxy is still huge, and picking a given direction and then flying in that direction for four weeks is going to put you in the middle of nothing. You have to have a point that you're going to. So this is just a course that, like, no one has really flown in because there's never a reason to because there's nothing out here. So that means that you are, like, getting closer to other stars and other planets than would have been typical. So you're just able to kind of record information and data that would maybe make, like, a return journey you could do, like, I don't know, gravity boosting by slingshotting around some of these planets. But it's more about now you know more about where you are, less... Now I know how to get where I'm going faster because the map is still empty in front of you. Okay, I like that. Uh, Jyla and Sully. Um, Jyla's gonna be, I think, practicing with her particle weapon, her axe, because she hasn't, she's like sort of avoided it up till now. She hasn't really relied on it. And I think she is taking protecting Sully a little bit more seriously and also trying to in like trying to understand where he's coming from more feels like she should try to use more of the tools that he's been using that makes sense so i think she'd be like working out but trying to practice with the particle axe more i didn't know if you wanted sully to be teaching her like weird stuff as well oh yeah i mean if if you were gonna do that i, I, I was planning on doing physical training and weird training okay yeah. I like the idea of Mandy having made little, like, puppets for you, you know, that can regrow themselves. Flesh <laughs> Little dummies. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Anyway, sorry, Sully, what were you saying? He is also working out and, like, practicing with physical weapons, since he's not super great with that, as well as practicing, like, doing stuff in the cognitive realm and trying to figure out his powers more. Are you trying to, like, snap yourself into the cognitive realm more? Yeah. Have you ever done that before? Um, I, that's kind of what I do every time I fight something. Yeah, but have you ever done it unprompted? Like, without having something in front of you to fight? I don't think so. I think it would be difficult at first to roll plus weird. You mean it's freaking easy. <laughs> Twelve. Um, yeah, so in this case, it is easy. So it does occur to you that you've never really tried to just enter the cognitive realm by yourself before or like un unprompted, right? That's what I was saying is you've always had something you have to mm -hmm. fight. Um, and you've always, whenever you get there, it's kind of like this standard um, loadout of you have the sword that Harmony gave you when Harmony kind of transferred to you. Something that maybe I'll give you for rolling a 12 you realize that well in the cognitive realm, this kind of like past version of what you are now was able to create a room out of nothing. So you can start playing with that. Cool. Like yeah, Minecraft. So like maybe if you like started trying to do that, you'd be able to be like forming rough geometric shapes or giving them motion. You know, it's kind of like slowly figuring out that this 
isn't exactly a void so much as it is a sandbox. So Zach, start, uh, Sully needs to start punching the trees so he can start building his own <laughs> little rooms. Now he's in creative mode. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm punching the trees anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. Is there anything that anyone else wants to do before you arrive? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Who wants to... You know what? We did some Sully stuff. We're doing some Mal stuff. <laughs> that works out because Mal has a third thing he also wants to do. So we can just go back and forth. <laughs> um, one quick thing I want to do is shoot off a report to Homestead to update them on what we're oh, doing. Okay. Um, so that they know we didn't just go AWOL for two months. <laughs> this is why you're the captain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically that's it. Let them know. But what what we found, what happened, let them know about the Great Wayfarer, and then let them know that we are following a lead. You get back a very short message that says, let me know when Chaos is dead. Not surprising. Alrighty. <laughs> oh, man. I hate how she is just what Cody was, like, that she is Cody's inner monologue. <laughs> hey, Cody, can you help me something? I'll help you when you help me. Sure, I'll be right over. <laughs> Uh, Zach, you said you had another thing. And by Zach, I mean Sully. And by Sully, I mean Zach. Uh, I want to try to juice up crew members with Harmony stuffs. <laughs> harmony juice. For, for a second, like, when you pause there, it's like, I want to juice up. So Sully's now on the roids. <laughs> <laughs> harmony roids. It's a reasonable question to ask. The the Okay, so, like, the, the behind the curtain here, which this is maybe cuttable. Sorry, Mandy. I, I don't like it when this happens either, but you guys ask good questions. In my mind, that would not be possible in the way that you are, um, in the way that you are talking about it. Like, you, you can't, you can't make disciples. Don't believe and just watch. That being said, I am not sold on that being the case. So here's my argument for rather than against. I think harmony is about bringing people together and it makes sense for me not to be able to control them but to be able to, in concert, work with people. And also, something I was thinking, and I mean, it's it's your game, Cody, so if this is, like, completely off base, then that's fine. Just because the previous, the previous wielder, wielder of the sword, the previous champion, wasn't able to do this, doesn't mean that Sully wouldn't be able to do this. It, it may be just an aspect of the power that Sully manages to tap into that the previous guy couldn't. Well, maybe maybe a better way to ask this is specifically, Zach, what are you thinking this would look like? And again, I, I apologize to Mandy because we are probably going to have to cut a chunk of this out, I, but it's also a good conversation, so. I do not know. Okay. Like, I am i don't think I need to make carbon copies of what I am, but in my mind, it feels like a logical thing. The power of harmony would be able to be dispersed among more people and work together. Maybe something like where we don't immediately exit the cognitive plane as soon as we get hit once type of thing where we have, he can maybe, maybe it's something like he trains us into how to enter and exit the cognitive realm and not, not be so jarred by it. I don't know. That's just, I'm just kind of spitballing. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I didn't think of a specific thing that I want them to be able to do with this. Or maybe it's that they can jump into the cognitive realm without me, or something like that, you know? I like the longevity in the realm, more like they can take one hit versus zero. Well, and that was based on a roll, so, like, Vinny could take more than one hit. Mm. I, I think, like, treating it like soak while in the realm might be useful, but... Yeah, because the previous time it was um, 
Jyla failed, so she couldn't go at all. Vi failed with a mixed success, so she right. took one hit. And Mal just succeeded, so he's able to take a couple hits, is how it went last time. Okay. And if this isn't a thing I can figure out right now, that's also fine. I think this is the path that Sully would want to go down, though. Is like, Harmony is about working together, so it feels weird for him to be trying to do all this alone. Okay, here's here's what I'll say. Here, here's, here's, here's where I'm going with this. Ah, man, this is rough. I mean, if the answer is no, that's fine. It's not that the answer is no. It's he has that... to figure out how the answer is yes. <laughs> right, right, right. So, I think there's two things. One, I think if you want to have some effect of harmony beyond what has happened thus far, have something specific in mind is one... Um, like, if you want to try to, like, infuse harmony into them, have an idea of what you want that to look like. Because my opinion would be no, but that does not mean at all that I cannot be convinced. But I don't know what it would look like. Because I had... Inv- does that make sense? Like, I don't yeah. have an answer prepared for what happens to when I try to infuse someone with harmony, because my default answer to that would be no. But that doesn't mean it has to be. It just means I need something to work with, because by default, my answer would be no. Yeah. And then I would say, more broadly speaking, your abilities with harmony are more related to bringing people together than they are to distributing the ability itself. Does that make sense? For now. So, if you're looking for, I want to create unity, I agree. I think that Sully should be empowered to do that. Not necessarily that Harmony is going to be widely distributed. Does that make sense? Yeah, I wasn't thinking like everyone has it but a select group has it. My other thought, the other thought that Sully is thinking is that basically, like, Chaos and and Harmony have fought each other to a stalemate for forever. Yup. And, like, what's currently this isn't working for either side. One side will have the upper hand for a millennia, and then the other side will beat them back and have the upper hand for a millennia. And it's like, well, something has to change, or the status quo is just gonna be like, what they're doing now is meaningless. That is a trickier discussion to have that we can have off recording. Because I disagree, kind of. Well, you also know more about who they are. I also have thoughts that we can talk about later. (laughs) Because, like, I'll say to, like, uh, the credit of the conversation, which I'm going to try to keep this under 10 minutes, which we're almost right at, that is kind of like endgame stuff. It's a reasonable question to ask. And, um does kind of inform where the plot is going. But I would also say the cognitive realm is just that. It is cognitive. Chaos and harmony are always both going to exist. So the solution to chaos is not removing it forever. Does that make sense? I don't think that's Sully's idea. I think his idea is to change harmony and chaos into something more manageable instead of these high ideals that are constantly fighting each other to the death or to the restrainment of the other so that one can run amok. I think his idea would be to 
change them in a way that benefits them both, that they're both allowed more freedom if they are still both restrained to a certain point. The, the other thing that I would say is, like, this is tricky because I did inadvertently copy terminology used in a different novel where chaos was not essentially evil. Chaos, like, is essentially evil. Like, it is straight up a monster. Like, it's not like, oh, chaos within, like, n- no, chaos is straight up evil. There's no part of chaos that is, like, benevolent or helpful or usable. That's not the idea. Chaos, like, is meant to represent the, like, entropy that is present in all things that you must actively struggle against all the time. Like, entropy is, like, th- that's, like, the idea, like, where the, um, this is getting too high level. Anyways, we can talk about this later. We're still in the middle of recording. Hard cut. <laughs> can I juice them up to cure them of the chaos in them? That you could do. Yes. Yes. I want to juice up Jyla and Vika to remove, and myself, I guess, to remove the chaos within them. Uh, okay. So this would be kind of like almost a practice. That, so you've learned how to like, pop yourself in and out of the cognitive realm without needing a direct like catalyst of like a creature there fighting you you recalled when you talked to like previous version of harmony's champion that half of your crew had been vaguely infected with some amount of chaos um well you guys did your first kind of trek into the cognitive realm with your ship so you bring Vika and Jyla just kind of like in and kind of practice that popping in and out because you were able to bring people with you before. Mm-hmm. Um, so except this time it is with the express desire to see like what has infected them and like what you can feel when you try to sense them. So this time when you pop into the cognitive realm, you see Jyla and Vika with you, but alongside them you can almost see like vaguely growing on them just like a little bit of like this tarish slime it's not super noticeable right away it would almost be like a shadow or like a dirty spot on their clothes just something very small and innocuous but still present um however once you shift into the cognitive realm you can see it kind of start to slide off of them and it's almost like scurrying around on the ground like a cockroach or you know like a small mouse it would take the shape of something like small and scorpion like these little creatures i kill it (laughs) so this would not be difficult like these are tiny like they wouldn't even be sentient in this place just little bits of like nagging void that were present for jyla and uh vika is it gone from me? Uh, I would say it's gone from you for, like, the reason of what happened when you went to the cognitive realm, yeah. Okay, sounds good. I would say that is part and parcel. You probably stepped on yours and squished it. Yeah, I, I kind of assumed, like, being the embodiment of Harmony kind of just, like, cleansed that as well. <laughs> right. All right, that's all I want to do. Uh, okay, and then, Malcolm, did you say you had one more thing you wanted to do? Yes. So, at, at some point, um... During the travel, Mal's going to um, join Vi in the engine room, uh, or wherever she's working on the stuff she's doing. So, we're getting close to the home planet of the Wayfarers, huh? I think so. Gosh, it's been a while since I checked where we are in the in the nav, but 
And she kind of looks at whatever watch thing she has. I guess, yeah, been a while. We should be there soon. Are you are you worried what we might find there? Because this is the, the origin of, of your people, right? If I understand it correctly. I don't know if worried is the right word. I'm anxious. I'm, I guess I, I am more worried what, I'm more anxious about what chaos might have done to it and that there might not be much left, but I'm excited to see what we can find. Well, whatever happens, whatever we find, we'll, we'll face it together. I'll be there. I'll be right there with you. And he puts a hand on her shoulder. She smiles at him. I know. And, uh, I'm, I'm just kind of ready to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little stir crazy being in, being just traveling through space for nearly a month. Well, if you're bored, you can try out this chair that I made. <laughs> Is this like one of Ted chairs? <laughs> She's yeah. just a room of chairs. They're all, they're all different. There's like a super comfy one. There's a wooden one. There's a plastic one. <laughs> just, just messing around with them. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, I can try them out. I assume this is made from the piece of the ship from the Great Wayfair. Yeah, there's a ton of it now. Uh, so. Oh, goody. Yeah, I'm gonna do some really good stuff with this on the ship. Just wait. Just as soon as we have time. I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah, and he he like spends some time testing out her chairs, <laughs> just spending time with her. Okay, so three weeks passes. You all, you know, maintain just the shakiest grasp on reality. You know, at some point you can only make so many chairs for three weeks. <laughs> hey, Sully can go into the cognitive realm where reality is what he makes it. Right, and you can also make chairs. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I was going to make a joke about that where like I make chairs, like knock off some Vika's chairs. <laughs> You're both just sitting here trying to make chairs in different ways. At some point, Vika makes, like, the best chair ever, and Mal totally steals it to put, replace the helm, the captain's chair, with it. You know something? Um, I, I kind of turn the reins over to you guys for three weeks. Like, what does the crew do? And this becomes the chair podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? I think hey, Gilas... I tried to. I tried to play in the magic of your system and you told me no. Can Jyla blow something up? <laughs> Not on my ship. I was gonna say Jyla is gonna steal some of the, the gel and start making, like, ridiculous stuff, like a little Pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, le leaves it places. Cody, this is, this is your fault for, for the... The the thing that the guy showed us was chairs. <laughs> well, and I think okay, if you want to get like, I think for Vi, it's it's about like how many different ways can I manipulate this? You know what I mean? Oh Let's yeah, I get start it. it's with just something funny. real simple and learn every different way I can make this work before I start working on something like an engine. Right, she's changing, yeah. like, just a couple variables when she does that, because it's the same thing, but it's, like, different material, different feel. It's like changing one thing in a DNA sequence at a time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's doing a controlled scientific experiment, Cody. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> just happens to be chairs. 
All right. So when it finally happens, it kind of takes all of you by surprise that you've reached the end of your journey. Like just kind of the vague pinkish purple glow outside the ship has just become so normal that when it finally stops and you're just in regular space again, it's kind of disorientating. I can cheerily believe it. I just, you're fired. You're fired. You're not, you're not (laughs) Harmony anymore. Someone else's. My PC is Harmony, Lucy's Harmony now, Zach gets ejected from the ship. Sully randomly has a heart attack, and it, and it and he's too far away from Homestead, his clone slug doesn't work. <laughs> Alright, so, you're, you're in open space again for the first time in a very long time. The stars seem unusual, but what is, of course, the most unusual thing is finally getting an image of... The Planet of the Wayfarers, which I believed was called Roke, I think is what I said. Yeah, I don't know if you told us that. Shoot. Well, that's what it is called. Anyways. What's it called? Uh, Roke. I'm like, why does that sound familiar? I'm like, oh, it's the game in The Shining. Is it? Yeah, it's the predecessor to Croquet. They spent a long time on it in The Shining. <laughs> oh, see, I haven't read the book. That would make sense why I did not know that. <laughs> but anyway, carry on. Okay, so... You find the planet Roke. It was given to you when you were given the coordinates. You know, it said, this is where Roke is. Pin on the map. In the middle of nothing. As soon as we were close enough to drop out of warp, uh, Vi was, like, up in the bridge looking out of the viewport that we have to be able to see it with her own eyes. So... You're far away, and from this distance, like, it would be almost like, you know, how, like, Earth at an extreme distance just kind of looks like a slightly bluish light. Um, you would see a slightly orangish light, and then as soon as you, like, hit the button for, like, visual sensors as close as possible, being able to see the planet as a whole on your view screen, you can see already that chaos has had a profound effect on the planet. There are striations and lines growing across the surface of the planet, almost like massive claws that have sunk into the surface. You can see where, like, chaotic influence has already begun to grow, or already begun to grow, has, like, fully overgrown the planet. But most notably, down the center of the surface from, like, polar cap to polar cap, the planet has been split and pulled apart. It is, like, broken open to the point where that orange glow that you can see is actively the core of the planet, being held in place somehow, but still, like, burning magma is just visible through this, like, quarter of the planet-sized rift that has been teared open, where you can see from that, like, almost like claws ripping the planet open is tendrils of chaos that have encompassed the planet. Well, Chris. Uh, Vika, are you okay? I think Vi is completely silent, but, like, shaking from rage. You just say the word, Vika, and I'll blow somebody up. Oh, we're gonna be blowing up a lot of things down there. As you say that, another warning, like, beep starts sounding on the console in front of you, a warning of an incoming ship. I, I checked the warning. Right, so uh, you can see from, like, basically behind the planet, you see what would appear to be 
parts at least of an imposition ship hurtling towards you from the planet. Uh, uh, Vi turns on the cloak. Um, cool. You turn on the cloak, but still rocketing in your general direction, if not straight towards you. There is a ship that no longer looks correct. So, like, the hull, much like yours, would say some name of an imposition ship. But much like the planet you see in front of you, it has been split apart into several pieces that are all now held together by nothing other than chaos. It has taken on an almost bird-like kind of avian appearance as the metal parts of the ship are now cracked and spread out like armor on wings. There are still engines near the back, but the front of the ship has been twisted into, like, something approximating a head, but made out of broken ship parts. As it flies towards you, um, like, the closer it gets, Sully, you just start developing, like, a pounding, splitting headache, and almost, like, half of your vision fuzzes as half of your mind is being drugged into the cognitive realm. So at once you see this ship, like this broken, twisted ship flying towards you, and at the same time you also see this dragon that taunted you before also soaring towards your ship in the cognitive realm. I think this is the thing that stole the ship, as well as the dragon that we saw on the cognitive plane. Well, we're going to take it down, right? Uh, and Vi leaves the bridge. She is headed towards the guns. <laughs> Yep, I guess it's guess it's time for battle stations, everybody. He gets on the on the helm. enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for the show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and the public domain. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. Outlaw.